0: Love
1: talk, Radio. <laughs> Love talk Radio. Good morning, everyone, and welcome in to Loretta McNary Live, and yes, it is Tuesday, December 18th, 2012, and so with that being said, happy Tuesdays with Michael Palmer, our spiritual Jewel personal coach. We have a great show planned, one that we have already discussed. It's probably going to take about four weeks, just like our uh, talk on they did, and man, people are still talking about those conversations, so I want to invite you and encourage you to go to our um, website on Blog Talk Radio and listen to the archives of the show to kind of um, catch up with what we're doing here on Tuesdays with Michael Farmer, and you will definitely enjoy those conversations and be blessed and, and hopefully find uh, nuggets of wisdom that can help guide you in your everyday life, and uh, for those of that- First time listening to us? Let me just tell you a little about Michael Farmer because you can, you know, everybody knows Loretta. They've listened to the show because that's why you're listening. Because hopefully you've heard about me in the TV show and the radio talk show. And I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about me, but I do want you to know who Michael Farmer is because this is the name that you're going to want to know. Michael Farmer serves as founder and CEO. Of Discipleship International Incorporated, a teaching and resource ministry with an emphasis on fulfilling Christ's commission to make disciples of all nations and perfecting saints in the body of Christ. He concurrently leads as founder and managing member of the Glory Corporation LLC, a full-service apparel and advertising company that provides uniforms, T-shirts, and advertising specialty items to a wide client base across multiple industries and across the country michael worships as a faithful member of breath and life christian center where he facilitates the new members orientation class everybody welcome to loretta McNary live present tuesdays with michael the one and only michael (laughs) farmer hi michael hey loretta how is it going on today Oh, I'm excited. You know, every Tuesday I am so excited and so pumped up just waiting to hear um, what you have to say. And so I can only imagine because our, our numbers are picking up. We have, uh, I mean, thousands of people that listen to the show now. So it's a really good feeling. So I'm just waiting on you.
0: Well, it's, it's truly an honor to be on, you know, on this program. And I like to say it's, it's for such a time. It's, it's, I, most people don't know that, you know, I have been sitting waiting back in the cut for several years waiting for an opportunity like this, and now <laughs> it has uh, availed itself, and I just want to take full advantage of it, and not just for myself, but uh, for me to carry out my purpose, which, you know, is making disciples of all nations, and that we're disciples, discipline me for disciplined students, so that's what the nature of all of uh, my messages and how our interactions will be about in this show. If you look into to become that disciplined student of God and his word, then you're at the right place at the right time. Oh, and by the way, Loretta, I want to add uh, to the resume that you uh, just talked about, uh, my peers just selected me as Business of the Year in the Rutherford Life Business Association, so I want to give them a shout-out on uh, this morning. Uh, right! Congratulations. Uh, you didn't
1: tell me that. So i will put out what Congratulations I Congratulations on being um selected as business of the year, Michael, because you are definitely um deserving of that. I just want
0: to put that out there and I am truly humbled by what I was I was actually speechless when they told me I was going to elect I was like, wow, and this it takes a lot to cut my speech off, but they that actually did it. So um <laughs> well, nevertheless and ever the more we're going to be going forward on today, I'm, I, I'm, and it and is my prayer that everyone has been blessed by the messages concerning faith. I mean, me personally, I'm still chewing on the one piece of revelation that He gave me concerning by God having faith in me. Then I now have the ability to reciprocate that faith back to Him, and that's, I mean, that it, it really took my faith to a whole different level. Um, God actually having the confidence when he asked me to do something in me that I have the ability to get it done. And that that revelation within itself, like I said, you know, you know, pushed my faith to a whole different level. So we're, we're looking for bigger and greater things going forward. So I hope wow. you uh so as, as the Rev said, I hope you guys are going to the archives, listening to the messages, uh, taking notes, um, Unfortunately, we can't just hang out there because we still have 10 other topics that need to be covered <laughs> in the Cybership uh, International uh, the Study Guide. And we're on number three uh, starting on today. And it's, it's one that I've always been fascinated with, even as a little boy. And this topic is called Renewing the Mind. I've always been fascinated with the human mind. I'm quite sure there are a list of, we could probably name all the psychologists that are renowned that have called us studying the mind, uh, what they call psychology out there. But, you know, it's something that you can only skim the surface of, just like operating in faith. It's one of those things that you can basically skim the surface of. and You still have so Mm -hmm. much more to reveal, so. We're going to have two support scriptures uh, for this particular topic, and if you're ready, we're going to get started. You ready? We're
1: ready. Oh my goodness! Renewing your mind—that's the topic for today, and probably for several weeks to come, because it is going to be such an in-depth conversation. We don't want to leave you like we found you when we started talking about renewing the mind, and this is this. Um, study in and of itself will be life-changing. If you just listen to this and apply these principles and, you know, really wrap your arms around the information that Michael's going to share, I promise you, you talk about going into a new year, if God allows us to, then this is going to be the difference between having an amazing year and then just having a good year had you not gotten this information on renewing the mind because it starts here. It starts and it finishes in your mind. Okay, Michael. That is true, and
0: and and that is so true. That's just an excellent segue into what we're going to talk about. Um, So we're going to have two support scriptures for this particular uh, topic, and the first one is going to be Romans chapter one. I'm sorry, Romans chapter twelve, verses one and two. So we're going to have, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and the next one is Ephesians chapter four, verse twenty two and twenty three. So. We're going to start off with those. I like to lay a foundation. I always like for scripted to be the foundation for what what we do because that's the thing that you can always fall back on. Uh, once they've found it for a while, you forget. You can always go back to the foundation and try to build back forward from there. Absolutely.
1: Okay. okay. Wow,
0: I need
1: to get it myself. And this is so amazing that that's our topic when I just posted that yesterday. And see how, how in tune we are without even knowing how in tune we are, Michael, because we haven't even had a conversation this last week. And then, you know, just the post, that renewing of your mind, and then that's our, our topic. Man, that's just confirmation.
0: It is. So, so I We're it, doing it is the right my, thing. always my prayer. It is always my prayer and desire, you know, that the listeners uh, be blessed, not just by being hearers, but as we've strengthened the past few weeks, being doers of the things that you receive during the time that you spend with us. Uh, let's get into it. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. And, of course, I'll be reading from the King James, starting out with this most familiar version. And then we'll probably hey, get the chapter version, 12. Need it. Yeah, Romans chapter 12, verse 1. And if you, if you can, I want you to get the amplified version if you have access to it. Okay, let
1: me go to the Amplified, okay?
0: But the King, James I says, I, the King James says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now let's go to Ephesians chapter 4, and then we'll get to Amplified Version once we get that, Loretta.
1: Okay, and we're going to Ephesians chapter 4 now,
0: verse 22 and 23. Okay. Well, you know, back up to 21, I think this is a good starting point. 21 reads, if if so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. So those are your two support scriptures, Romans 12. Chapter twelve, verses one and two, and Ephesians chapter four, verses twenty-one through twenty-three. So, uh-huh. I want you to read, read uh, Romans chapter twelve uh, in the Amplified verse form, starting in uh, verse one. I want you to kind of be kind of slow and deliberate with it, because I may have to intervene while you're reading.
1: <laughs> you like old okay, people read? <laughs> I know. Okay, 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 okay. Romans chapter 12, verse 1, Amplified Version. I appeal okay. to you, therefore, brethren, and beg of you in view of all the mercies of God to make a decisive dedication of your body presenting all your members and faculties as, in as a living sacrifice, holy, meaning devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable Rational, intelligent service, and spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, meaning this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external, superficial customs, <laughs> but be transforming, being changed by the entire renewal of the mind, of your mind, by its new ideals and its new attitudes, so that you may prove, and yes, in a parenthesis for yourselves, what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even a thing which is good and acceptable and a perfect in its sight
0: for you. Wow. That's a long thought, but there's, there's some key words, in the, especially in the Amplified Version. And, and the Amplified simply takes uh, the Greek definitions and it amplifies upon the meaning, and it puts it in brackets um, or either in parentheses. In, in parentheses um the brackets actually is kind of it's what they're interjecting, and the parentheses are actually the definitions of
1: mm-hmm. the words
0: that they're explaining. So those are the two different between the brackets and the parentheses. But 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 there is one part in there in verse uh, number two that I want the uh, listeners to grab a hold of, and it says, "Do not be conformed to this world, this age." fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideals and its new attitude. And then and this is the purpose. So that you may prove for yourself for the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And that's what one not what you say I did he says you need to change the, in the, that renewal needs to be entire. Don't uh-huh. pick out some parts in your mind that you want to reserve, that you want to kind of go back to. He said he wants to renew the entire mind because the Bible tells uh-huh. us that when, when Christ saves us, he saves to the uttermost. He's, he's not coming in. Like if 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 Christ came in to clean your house, he's gonna clean it from top to bottom, every crack and still and credit and everything else. He's not gonna do a he's not gonna do a superficial clean and come in and just uh, wipe the dust off the thing and wash up a few dishes and be through. No, he's gonna literally clean that house from top to bottom, and and that's the work that the Holy Spirit does in our bodies when He comes in. Uh, but we have a part to play in. That renewal process God does his part We have to do our part He says if you draw near to me Then I'm going to draw near to you So we're all there's always As I like to say That relationship is always there Don't think that God's going to come in and do something for you And you have no responsibility To do anything in return No, since he's renewed you By giving you That Holy Spirit of promise That That the patriarchs and everybody along with them and before them have a desire to be in, we're living in that time. And what the Holy Spirit came to indwell, physically indwell me in. So that's how the renewing takes place is to realize that what has come on the inside of me has made me completely new. And now I have to go now begin to prove to others what is God's good and acceptable and his perfect will, not just for them, but for your life as well. And we should be epistles. We should be living epistles. We're we're, we're reading physical epistles that men uh, moved by the Holy Spirit wrote unto us, and when we're benefiting from that today, well, Paul said that, that we should be living epistles, Worship yeah. of all men. So in this process of renewal, and and well, let's 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 deal with what the word renewal means. The word renewal means to renovate. It's it simply mm. means to renovate. It, it means to improve the quality of. Uh, and I'm quite sure at some point in somebody's life, they've gone through some type of renovation, whether it's a house or whether it's a car or some type of thing they took something that was old and dilapidated or something that had grown um, and didn't have any more use for it, and they began the renovation process and once they finished with it, they called it what they called it new <laughs> don't
1: mean
0: it was't mean it, was, it was built from the you no know, from the ground up, but to them it is new why because the quality of it is brand new, and that's why in that amplified version um let me go back here to it. It says, Be but be transformed by the entire renewal of your mind by its new ideals and its new attitude. So there are there are new ideals for your life that God expects you to now live out. There's a new attitude, as we uh have heard in some songs in the past, that we, we should have that <laughs> new we should have that new attitude. Uh so, renew so or new ideals and a new attitude, and that improves the total quality of our lives but it, this thing doesn't happen overnight, like I said, once God does his part, it's now time for you to do your part. so we talked about but
1: exactly.
0: we, so we talked about what it means to renew secondly, we want to talk about what is the mind. And I'm quite sure everybody. If I ask a thousand people what is the mind, they're probably going to give me a thousand different definitions. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the mind really cannot be defined. We can basically describe some of its function and its aspects, but the mind in itself is such an abstract, uh, ideal. You know, to be to be perfectly honest, that. Like I say, if I talk with a thousand people, I would get a thousand different answers because they're, most people gonna answer you based on their experiences.
1: Exactly, the mind, yeah. well, is, personal experiences. Or,
0: exactly. So, what we wanna deal with the uh, the definition of the mind is talk about some of the aspects of the mind. of course, I like to deal with the, the Webster's definition defines it as as, as your memory. Or your recollection or your remembrance so so that's one aspect of the mind is your memory almost like a that's that's where the concept of the computer comes from uh the is actually based on the model of the mind or the brain <clears throat> right it also uh talks about what 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 one thinks or what one's opinion is that could that could be your mind. Have you ever had someone ask you before well give you giving your mind on this particular subject. And I'm quite sure you experienced that in your you know in your talk show
1: um, <laughs> arena,
0: where people are talking about or giving you their mind concerning the things or giving you their opinion concerning certain things. And then there's also the definition talks about the part of you which thinks, which wills, which perceives, and feels it is the seat or the subject of your consciousness. So it's it's a conscious being that we see every day. The part of you that has the ability to think, to will, to perceive, and to feel. And it doesn't stop there. There's some more definitions that we're going to deal with here. Well, we're not definitions. Okay. I'm going to call them aspects. We don't call them aspects. but There's more aspects we need to deal with here in a minute. And it also deals with a way, state, or direction or thinking. And I, like I like to say it's a mindset. So it's a way, state, or direction of thinking. Then, of course, the, the Greek definition talks about the intellect, um, which concerning divine or human, and thought-filling or will. So the mind, always one major part of the mind is your will. It's not the only part, but the, but your will is a major part of that. So with those in mind, you got any questions so far, already?
1: Oh, I'm good. I'm ready. I'm ready now. You know, I, I let you lay that foundation, and I'm all over it. But I know this is very critical to our message and to show people, you know, your how studied you are about this subject. So I just I'm just I'm just sitting right here chilling, waiting no on okay. you to lay that foundation, man. Because I know after that is on. it's on. Oh, it's <laughs> you know, like this, like just this. like anything else you do, you you got to go and learn this stuff first. People want to go and do and be hands on. Well, we're gonna get to the hands on part in just a moment. Exactly. So we We got to do some training. We got to do some lecturing. We got to do some teaching and show you where this is located so you know this is not just Michael and Loretta talking. So he always builds the foundation of any new subject that we introduce here. And that's one of the things I really, really appreciate and love the most because anybody can get here on a radio show or TV and give you opinions and their feelings on something and what has worked for them. But you want to know what where they get those ideas and what they're based on. So everything that we say from this point on, on renewing of the mind comes from this foundation and he already built it starting with Romans chapter 12 verses 1 through 2 and Ephesians chapter 4 21 through 23 and he's going to interject some more scripture because I know Michael he definitely will because it's, he builds that foundation and he lays it solid so nothing can uh, penetrate it that um, of evil or of any issues because he, he knows what he's talking about. So and then I let him do that and then we'll have our questions answer Loretta's questions and your questions.
0: <laughs> okay. And then of course you have any questions like so you can Facebook us, Twitter us, like my daughter told me last night that uh Facebook is for old people. She said <laughs> I said, important
1: Yeah, most young yeah, my my sons have kinda of said that but people. they were a little more kind.
0: Yeah, yes, yes. You know, now Facebook for Facebook for old people. You know, we like the Twitter and Instagram. I said, well, I, I maybe I need to start Twittering because I, I need to reach. I need to reach some of your generation with this. You need this
1: to this tweet, not
0: Twitter, Michael. See, yeah, that's what she said about old people. Yeah, I used to say that too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's on Twitter, but you tweet. <laughs> tweet. You
1: don't know tweet. Yeah. What? Whatever. As long as I get the message
0: to it, it gets the I know that. <laughs> But 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 at any rate my uh my Twitter uh what they call it, Twitter name or the name that they follow yeah. you with is called it's at D I Guy, which is D I for the Fibership International and Guy. So D I G U I. That is my Twitter name or my Twitter handle. D I guy. I like that.
1: Okay.
0: So so you can follow me on Twitter there and at some point I'll probably get uh, used to joining But right now I'll like Facebook. Okay, before I was so rudely interrupted by my daughter, let's go.
1: <laughs> let's, let's
0: get let's get let's just finish up with 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 the mind. So 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 in this renewing of the mind and when I give you these seven aspects of the mind, start thinking about okay, I, I need to renew or I need to renovate or I need to improve the quality of these seven aspects. So these are seven, seven aspects of the mind that we're going to deal with in this study. And there are there are many more, but, but we're just going to deal with these seven basic ones that the average person can understand. And the first one is thoughts. And everybody knows what a thought is. Thoughts are forms that are created in the mind. It's a process by which imaginary sense perceptions arise and are manipulated. So 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 when in other words there are certain things that can prompt the thought, and the major way to prompt thought is what they call sensory perceptions. And and we have what we call five sense gates, and that's your hearing, your touch, your taste, your smell. And what's up one? See, hearing, taste, touch, taste,
1: smell.
0: And what's the this one? Taste. Taste. Yeah, taste. Yeah, yeah, taste. <laughs>
1: taste, taste.
0: Okay. <laughs> so let's run it down again for the for the for the ones who need a refresher like I do. You have hearing, you have touch, you have taste. Oh man, my mind is feeling.
1: <laughs> in here, and hearing. Yeah. So you got it. I got it. Okay. You got it, so, Michael. So. You want to say them
0: again? No, I think they should have. I probably. Named them probably twenty times, so I'm quite sure they have it right now. So, okay. <laughs> so, 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 in your mind, you can receive information into your minds by the way of thoughts, and you can get these thoughts about what you see, about what you hear, about what you taste, about what you touch, and we're not going to give into it. There's another one that's called perception, and that's what we're not going to deal with them right now. But that's one way, that's one aspect of the mind is your thoughts. And, of course, we know sometimes people, thoughts, as they say you running around there, they need to know no. how to reel thoughts in. We're just, just hanging in. We're going to show you how to do that. The next one is your memory. And in the essence of the word mind comes from the word memory. They're pretty much synonymous because your your mind is basically the things that you remember. But the memory is your ability to store retain, or to recall information. I'm quite sure we know about memories on computers now. They follow that exact same concept. Once again, it's the ability to store, retain, and to recall information. And of course, we can get information from so many sources, but one of them, we just going to deal with the one you deal with every day, and those are your five senses. Mm-hmm. The next one is your imagination. It's your imagination. So You have your Thoughts, you have your memory and now you have your imagination. And your imagination is the ability to form mental images, sensation, and concepts in a moment when they're not perceived through the senses. So so imagination is different from thoughts in that you can imagine something without having the sensory perception being received by your through your senses. you understand that, Loretta?
1: It uh, says that again, though. Um, I like the first definition that you gave when you first said imagination is the ability to form. What did you say?
0: Okay, okay. Thoughts are just put it this way. Thoughts are influenced by your your sense, your senses. Right. And we're just going to the only sense we're going to deal with in this study are your five senses that we're familiar with, and that's and we name those: your sight. You hearing, you touch, right. taste.
1: That's four. It's one, more. Feelings. one more. Feeling. You said feeling. Yeah. That's right. Seeing, hearing, tasting, touching, and feeling.
0: Okay, we're gonna go with that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then you talk about memory, and and that's where we okay now the ability now, to store, retain, and recall information. Exactly, so, so the
0: memory is your ability to, to, is to retor. I'm sorry, is to store, retain and recall information, and like this, so we're just going to deal with it from the concept of your thesis. but right now there are there, there are so many other ways that that influence your thoughts and your memory, but we're just going to deal with those aspects right now. The next one is your imagination. And I say it's the ability to form mental images, sensations, and concepts in a moment when they are not perceived through the senses. So we're going to break it down like this: your thoughts. Your thoughts are basically what's before your mind right now, just the present. So your your thoughts deal with the present. Your memory deals with the past, and your imagination deals with the future. So mm-hmm. Yeah. I-
1: So I like thoughts,
0: that. You have your thoughts, which represents now,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because because as a man think it in his heart, so is he. You mm-hmm. know, in in, in
1: uh-huh. you know, in
0: in order for me to to pick up this bottle that's sitting right here in front of me to take a drink out of it, I have to think that first, and then of course the whole slew of things happen <laughs> in my brain that, that that makes it happen that tells my hand to. Reach forward, grasp the bottle, contract my muscles around it, bring it up to my lips, swallow and digest. So 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 that's that's the present. That's my thoughts. And then my memory deals with the past.
1: Mmm, that's people like that.
0: And then my imagination Deals with the future because right now I can like I, I can imagine myself on the in a, on a beach in Hawaii and I've never been there before. How can I do that by using my imagination? There's a there's an old uh, song that my daughter used to wear out when she was when she was a little girl and there's a song by this purple dinosaur called Barney. Yeah. And it's called and it's called <laughs> just imagine. <laughs> just imagine. But it but it was a song that was so true, I can listen to it. I think no that's just act like a, a pretty good song. So just just imagine, you know, where you you know, it, it it can take you out of your present and project you into your future. That's what your imagination can do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So your thoughts, your memory, and your imagination. Your next the next one we're gonna deal with is your consciousness. And I'm talking about the one like conscious and unconscious, that means that you are aware and that you are awake. That's what we're talking about when it deals with the mind. Your conscious mind or your the, the part of you that's awake and aware. And of course when you are knocked out or you're put on there, say say you're having surgery or something. Or when you go to sleep at night, you are unconscious. So we're going to deal with the consciousness. And, of course, when we deal with the conscious, we we deal with the conscious, the subconscious as well. But we're we're not going to get into that. That's a whole different piece within itself. (laughs) Then we deal with perception. Wow, and, man, perception is a very powerful uh, sense gate, as I like to say. But it's the process of attaining awareness and understanding of sensory information. It is the result of one's interplay between past experiences, including one's culture, and the interpretation of the thing being perceived. In other words, I can, I can, I can get look at, receive some information through my senses, and we just only deal with the five senses right now. And based on that information that received through my sense gates, how I was raised, my culture, my past experiences, is going to determine how I process that information. That's what perception is.
1: Wow. I see got
0: to Loretta. I love it. I see it got you, Loretta. Oh, I'll, you still got
1: my Yes. I, I really love perception because I, I love how you said that it's like the sin gate because, uh, well, fortunately or unfortunately, a person's perception is a reality. So, whatever they're perceiving, whether it's true or not, like the real truth, like God's truth or um, the reality of a situation, whatever their perception based on their past, future, and present thoughts and imagination and all that. <laughs> Is their reality? True. So that's going to be huge when we take a one by one. That one's going to be yeah. really huge and and probably be a controversial um, because, like I said, that is some, a person's um, perception of a thing. Is their reality? Whether it is, you know, the totality of the thing where everybody thinks that's reality, or just theirs, it is their reality.
0: Exactly. But 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 when it's all said and done, guess what? God wants you to do. He wants you to renew your perceptions. You like wants mm-hmm. you to renew your thoughts, he wants you to renew your memory, he wants you to renew your imagination and he wants you to you to renew your consciousness or your awareness of who you actually are uh, let's go to the next one reasoning, oh, which is a which is a, a whole different like that all of these can be taken by themselves, and you could talk on them for a whole year, but reasoning <laughs> yeah. is your. But reasoning is your ability to generate conclusions based on assumptions or premises. So reasoning is your ability to generate conclusions based on your assumptions or premises. And that's how we reason things. The next one is choices. It's the mental process of judging merits, of options, and then selecting one. That's what a choice Mm
1: -hmm. is. Say
0: that again, Michael, please. It it it's the mental process. It's the mental process of judging merits of options and then selecting one. So so say we have a say we got five cars that sitting in front of us, uh, and we have a choice to select one of them. Well, based on the merits of those options that are before me, it's what's going to determine the one that I choose. You know, whether it's gas mileage or. Uh, whether it's based on the note, whether it's based on the color, whether it's based on what's the sound system in it is no I, you can only judge the merits of your options I can't so so the things that you the choices that you make are based on that you have judged the merits of the options, and that's what you selected that's why that's why we like to say that your spouse is an object of your intelligent choice so so you did so so once you select that spouse then there was an intelligent choice that you made not anyone else mm-hmm. you looked at the merits of the options that you had in in selecting this husband or this wife and you made your choice based on those merits whether they were physical whether they were financial whether they were emotional So there are so so many things that goes into the choices that we make. The next one is your will. I don't want to hang around these too much. The next one is your will. Your will is the process by which you decide on and commit to a particular course of action. That is your will. And the word decide literally means the word decide literally means to cut off. That means once I have decided something, that means I have cut off all my other options, and that's what. And I'm acting on my will. That's why God honors your will. Why? Because He gave it. He gave. He gave you a will, and the will is the most powerful part of your mind. Because so many, because everything else hinges on what you ultimately decide to do. Mm Then, of course, we have. And of course, we have concept. The word concept is need to take in. So, concept is something understood and retained in the mind from experience, reasoning, or imagination. So, so based on what I have experienced, based on my reasoning of things, and also based on my imagination, is the concept is how I bring that information in and retain it in my in my mind. So, if a concept favors me, then I'm going to retain that in my mind. If the, if the concept doesn't favor me, for the most part, I'm just going to reject it. And I'm, I'm not right. quite sure. I'm quite sure if we we're in the world we experience that you would say you're out, uh, you out in the club and you already had your concept of what, what guy you wanted to to talk to or you wanted to dance with or you wanted to mingle with or whatever. <laughs> and then, then somebody comes up, totally opposite of the concept that you had already formed and what you want to see and what do you do. <laughs> So so, 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 so we have the ability to retain concepts that we think that are favorable. So that is one part of your mind that God wants to renew. And, of course, the thing that ultimately renews your mind is his word. And the last one we're going to deal with is an idea. Mm-hmm. An idea, okay. and an idea is whatever before your mind when you think. You know, somebody said, "Well, I, I, I just have this idea right now that I we, we're just gonna just pack up and we're just gonna get in the car right now. We're just gonna drive to New York City." It, I mean, it's just an idea. It's up to you whether mm-hmm. you choose to follow through on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you too. It's up to you whether you perceive that it. this is a good concept. You go probably gonna kick in some reasoning. Well, uh, if we drive now, you know, I wanna have two hundred and fifty dollars and it's gonna cost me five hundred dollars in gas, you know, should should we follow through on this idea? So so it's it's like the the mind is so vast and so so deep that can no man Tame the mind. You can't even tame your own mind. The only thing that can really tame your mind or to renew your mind to the way it should be, to the way God designed it, is God, the Holy Spirit, and His Word. And that's and that's what the Trinity is all about because Jesus is synonymous with the Word of God. Right. So that's us go through I You have the aspects of the mind that we're probably going to deal with during this teaching, all your thoughts. Your memory, your imagination, your consciousness, your perception, your reasoning, your choices, your will, your concept, and your ideas—those are the ten things that we'll be alluding to during this study. We may not touch all of them, but it's but all of these kind of—they all are all intertwined together. And as I said, right. and the, and the three—and the three main ones I want you to think about are your thoughts. Which represents, which represents your presence, your memory, which represents your past, and your imagination, which represents the future.
1: Okay, I or got represents, it. Got or
0: represents eternity. Because, like I say, you know, so right now represents I can, eternity? Yes, yeah, because, because eternity has no tenth of time. Mm. love it, love it, love it.
1: So it turns no right. sense so, of time, So, okay, go ahead. No, I wanted to see how we got. To, you said something before eternity. Because um, you said the imagination, which is the future, and then um, we got to eternity. Yeah. Cool. So just, just okay, so I, down, so, so, so I wrote them down. So, and I love that it. we're going to concentrate on the top three. <laughs> So, so, so. of so, 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 as, as we
0: go forward, so, well, so well, well, well. Well, hold on a rather As as we go forth, let's just just for the just for the sake of this discussion, we're going to deal with the three tenses of time. And if we have to, we'll deal with eternity because eternity has no time factor built into it. So, so the three tenses with time we're going to deal with is. The present, your thoughts, the past, your memory, and the imagination, your future.
1: Okay, right. All I can handle at one time.
0: Exactly. And then, if if need be, we need to go in it deeper, then we're going to talk about eternity. Because eternity has no time. And and, and you know something, I'm not really talking about that part anymore, Loretta, because it's. It's part of the book that I'm working on. The future is now, and it deals mm-hmm. with eternity. And the Bible tells us that that uh, we know all things because He has placed eternity in our hearts. So eternity is already residence in our in our hearts, which means our minds. That the key to it is: Do you have the audacity to go there? Mm. So, 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 at, wow. at some point, so at some point in order to deal with God effectively, you have to deal with him in his realm of time, which is eternity. Because, he, because God always is. He is a past, present, and future. He is. He is not affected by time. That's why the, the scripture can tell us that, you know, when, when we're dealing with him a thousand years, that's a day, and a day is a thousand years. So, so God is not bound by the concept of time as we know it. He created it for us. He created it for us because we are subject to it in the realm in which we live, and that's in the earth. But we also have citizenship in the kingdom of heaven, which means you have dual citizenship. So, in order to actively benefit from your citizenship of heaven, you have to tap into the eternal realm from time to time. Woo you know something. Yeah, we're we not a,
1: ready for that one yet. That's a side note.
0: That's a side not, note. Oh don't no, don't even don't even don't even put that in your notes unless you want to go there. I just I just gave I'm you. I'm not ready for
1: that yet. I, I need to understand because we we're having a hard time living today. You know, exactly. I am. And I can only speak for myself. But we need we need some ammunition. We need some um truth. And help us become better oh, daily.
0: And we, and, are. and we are. And we and and that's what we're gonna do. And it all starts yeah. with renewing your mind. and you have to renew your mind because um, your mind is the essence, it's the true essence of who you are. It's how you think, it's mm-hmm. how you how you exact access information that's in your memory, it's how you imagine yourself to be or how you imagine things. Around you, and you know, and, and and that's what fear is. Fear is simply an imagination. Imagining mm, those
1: things that that can happen you know, or won't will, happen. Exactly, exactly,
0: and, and, and that's happen. all. Yeah. And, that, and that's all fear is. And that's why Ephesians four and twenty says you have to be renewed in the spirit or the attitude of your mind. What that saying, let's uh, go, go to Colossians three. I want to read that, uh, and we're gonna so we, we're gonna have to deal with. Some some scripture on this particular one, and, and, and I'm going to show you what you can do naturally.
1: Okay. Because so that's what we and, need, because especially around this time of year when people are already talking about the new year, you know, oh, yeah. it's God's will for us to see 2013, and I pray it is like it is. That we need to, we need to do something different to get something different. That's what this whole study is about. That's what we're. That's what I feel like we're talking about because people exactly. are hurting and they don't know how to do something different to get what's out of the hurt and to get healed because they don't know how. So this renewing of your mind will help with all of that. The renewing of the mind is like a, a surgery, a physical, a physical surgery, that we're going to take out all this old stuff is junk that's not serving you, that's making you sick physically. Um, to help you um, heal yourself spiritually, physically, mentally, financially. However, it all takes place right here in the mind. Because God told me one time, oh, I feel like he said in my spirit, that um, what I was going through, I was suffering. It was all in my mind. That I didn't have enough was all in my mind. That I wasn't good enough was all only in my mind. Because he made me good enough. He made me the best at what (laughs) he called me to do. But until (laughs) you can connect that mind and heart, Oh, we had to talk about that
0: too. That no no, 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 You have to, you, you have to grasp the concept as we talked about earlier. You have to grasp that concept of who God created you to be, and you need to receive that concept for for you. If, if God says that that you are, if you're in Me, and if you obey My word, then He said, then you're not the head. I mean I mean you're not the you're the head and not the tail. Well do you receive right. that concept for you? That's the concept he created for you. And that's and the, and the analogy that I gave, you know, if there are any other concepts contrary to what he said, you have to re, you have to renew that concept of yourself.
1: That's right.
0: Because because like I said, when we, when you're sitting in the club and you look at the tall, dark and handsome and then here comes uh fat, short and dumpy and ugly. Then you like no, that's not what that's not what I I that's not the concept of a man that I want. But if that's the concept of the of a man that God sends to you, then guess what? You have to receive that concept.
1: Right. Okay.
0: <laughs> and, and, and as hard as as hard as that is to to wrap your mind around, is it, the truth for you because God knows the best things for you. And, and, I, and I believe
1: that once you accept that, then he no longer or she no longer looks short and dumpy and, you know, unattractive exactly. to you. Because once exactly. you, you, if, if that's what God has chosen for you, and then exactly. that person will become ideal for you, that's because when you exactly. feel you know, like, when you have an opinion about a couple, you say, oh, he's so attractive, why is he with her? Or she's so beautiful, why is she with yeah. him? That's because yeah. they was beautiful <laughs> to that person because their yeah. eyes were open to him Yeah, or her.
0: Yes. And, I, and, 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 and all times right the now renewing things. of
1: your mind this, this is the end all and be
0: all Yes it is Now let's, now, let's read Colossians chapter 1 uh, to me. Colossians chapter 3 We're going to start with verse 1 And we're going to read down Because I am I'm, I'm, I basically want to answer what you just talked about I, I want to give the, the listeners something tangible That they can do And the word always gives you something to do And not just something to hear Oh I like that says, Did you I say the word of God always gives
1: you something
0: to do and not just something to hear.
1: Ooh, I
0: like that. Okay. It says, if you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, for Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. So he's so he's basically saying here, if you are risen with Christ, and we've already talked about his lordship and all that, and I'm not going to even go back and re- revisit that. So if, if you have been risen with Christ, he said, we need to be seeking those things which are above. Why? Because that's what Christ is. Ooh. So 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 if I'm risen with Christ, that means my mind should be on things that are above. It, it's simple. So if, so if you are truly risen with Christ or you are there with him, if he's in you and you in him, then your mind should be where he is. And it tells you where he is. He's where Christ is on the right hand of God. That's where your mind should be. And that's why I was talking about earlier about tapping into eternity. But like I said, I'm not going to go that that deep into it, but just we're just going to read down through it. So it says, so it says set your affection on things above and not on things on the earth. The word affection means your mind. So you need to set your mind on the things above and not on the things on the earth. If it's for you are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God, so there there really is no you if you're if you've been truly risen with Christ and that old you has been crucified and buried and now has been has now been resurrected and you are now alive in Christ and Christ is your life, then you are for He is and your life is hid with Christ in God. That's a reality. That's a reality that we as Christians have to begin to walk in. That's where you really are. So it says, so when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall you also appear with him in glory. Look at verse 5. Now it's giving you something to do. This is what you can do personally. It says, mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth, and the word mortify just means to put to death your members. That means don't there are those members that upon the earth. we're talking about the members of your physical body while you're here in the earth. He said, now these are the things that you need to mortify or put to death. The first one he named is fornication.
1: Mhm.
0: Next one is uncleanness. The other one is inordinate affection. The next one is evil concupiscence, which means just, un, un, just evil unrestrained lust. The next one is covetousness or greediness, which is idolatry. So when you're greedy, he said you're you are idolatrous. He said, for which things faith the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. So if we're operating in these things, he says, well, you're a child of disobedience, and my wrath now has to come upon you. And as I said, I'm, 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 giving, I'm giving you something to do. You need to identify yourself in here. Whoever's listening, identify yourself in here. Look at verse 7. It says, in which you also walked sometime when you lived in them. That's talking past tense. In which you also walked, not continue to walk, when you lived past tense in them. Look at verse number eight. He said, but now you also put off all these. So he gives you some more stuff that you have to put off. He's not going to put them uh-huh. off for you. I don't much you pray to him to do it. You have to do these. You can't pray, Lord, just take these desires from me. I, I just can't yeah. me Just There was my cry when I first got saved, and I never forget God <laughs> answering me. I said, Lord, you just got to take me. Because my, my, my desire was to what to do right. I had gotten saved. And I said, Lord, I just, I just want to serve you. I don't want to miss you. And I remember praying to God. I said, Lord, you just have to take this desire away from me. And he answered and said, he said, okay, if I take it away, it's taken away for good.
1: Ooh.
0: So he said, now you have to now submit yourself to do the things that I expect you to do, and that's what that was all he had to say. After that point, I had no problem with the lust of my flesh. Mm. Because if he that's takes away, he said, he said, if I take away, like I said, he he does things to the to the uttermost. He don't do things halfway. He said, so if if I take away your sexual desire, it's for good. And you won't be able to please your wife.
1: That's why it's so important to know what to pray and how to pray. Exactly. Yeah. And, a lot and of that's, a whole, pray that. that's a whole yeah. new
0: topic, too, about prayer. He said, but yeah, now you are also. One of the
1: things in the book.
0: Exactly. Okay, now let's let's finish with verse number eight. It said, Now you also put off all of these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not to one another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds. So if you're still participating in these activities, in this, you know that your old man is still alive, and if the old man is still alive, that means that your old mind is still alive. And if the old mind is still alive, that means that you're not dead with Christ and you're not hidden with him. And I'm not going to let you solve say your own conclusion behind that. So look at verse ten is giving us something that we should do. He gives you the answer. unto all of that, he said, "Have put on the new man." He said, "So you have put on the new man."
1: Mm-hmm. He didn't put
0: it on for you. He said, "You have put on the new man, which is renewed." There a the word again, which is renewed and knowledge. After the image or the imagination of him that created him, so you have to imagine. So, so now you have to imagine yourself as clean and new. And once you imagine, um, once you imagine that, then you now have to let that become create a concept. And, and like, and what we said, concepts are the things that you choose to retain in your mind. That's why. That's why I named all those aspects of your mind. And he said, you have to be renewed in the knowledge after the the image or the imagination of him that created him. For there is neither Greek nor Jew, that means there is no nationality, circumcision nor uncircumcision, which means there is no religion, barbarian, Scythian, bond, nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Look at verse number 12. It's a put on, therefore, for each other, all these things that we have to first put off before we start putting on. Put on, mm-hmm. therefore, as the neck of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of humility of mind, meekness, long suffering, forbearing one another, putting up with one another, and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, So also do ye. And verse 14 and verse 14 seals the deal. And above all these put on charity and of course we know that means love. Put on that godly or that agape love which is the bond of perfectness or completeness. So so whoever lives that's that's your homework assignment. I want you to start with verse number one and I want you to read down through there and in the these things are present in your life. You need to begin to mortify these things. You need to begin to put these things out of your life today. Because we're talking about becoming disciples.
1: Right. We're
0: talking about becoming complete and mature in him. And contrary to popular belief, God is not okay with sin. He's just not.
1: No, he, he definitely is not okay with it. He hates it. <laughs>
0: so I don't I don't care who told you, whether it's a, an authority figure or a parent or a pastor or a minister, God is not okay with sin. And we just read scriptures from verse 1 down to verse 14 to prove that. So...
1: Yeah, we go through a and lot I know of these things today, and but read it in different um, interpretations. Read it in the amplified, oh, yeah. yeah, so you can get more amplified. Yeah, the, the NIV. NIV. So it can kind of help. Yeah, exactly.
0: The NIV, you know the message. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, all all those are good trans uh, translations of the Bible. You have translation of versions, I mean, and you know, so I'm not going to get that. That's another. that's another study is how to study the Bible. So I'm not going to deal with that either. <laughs> um, but but all the ones that are uh, out, there, especially in the, in, the, in the on the electronic version, all those are, are pretty good versions. All those are pretty good versions.
1: All right, they have not like taken or added to it or deleted anything. Is is the word is just translated so that we can
0: exactly.
1: understand it in our native. Um, Exactly. Like we, so we have to go with the that's why we have to go with
0: the spirit. We have to go with the spirit of what was written and not with the letter. So if you go with the spirit of what was written, then you can write in any language and we all understand it. Whether I hear it in Spanish or whether I hear it in English or whether I hear it in German or whether I hear it in Russian, it's all the same thing and all those words and those languages and those, you know, you know, syntax and uh yeah. subject verb agreement and you know, a lot of uh, a lot of cultural things come into play when it comes to different uh translations.
1: But okay. it's all
0: the Yeah, I wanna kinda of of just wrap this up again. for
1: today. <laughs> because we have we have I mean this has been a, a good scholarly kind of conversation today because you got to have knowledge and you got to have wisdom and with that knowledge you have to use it and understanding. And so we just uh, encourage you to listen again to the today's broadcast and also look forward to um, instead of next Tuesday, which is Christmas, we're going to be on Monday, but the archive will be, ava- will be available for any time. Michael, thank you so much. I've taken so many notes. i got to digest this and listen to it again. Thank you thank all you, for yeah. wishing you a very merry and happy, happy Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Christmas. Christmas. Bye-bye.
0: Alright